Hi, this is Carl. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast, and I'm joined today by Justin Esgar, and he runs a conference called ACES. But before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and, and how you got to wherever you are in life at this point? Sure. Uh, so first, just really happy to be here, read your books, super honored. Um, I run a, actually, I run an MSP called Virtual Computers out of, in New York City. Uh, we're an Apple consulting agency, so we focus mainly on companies that have Apple computers. Uh, we just passed our 10th birthday, like, a week ago. And um, when I started off, I was doing all the things that my old bosses did, and they weren't necessarily that great with <laughs> the business aspect of things. So I questioned why I was doing it that way. And as a member of the Apple Consultants Network, which is this amazing program that Apple Consultants are part of, it's like a tight-knit group of us, uh, I would go to these Mac conferences, these Apple-based conferences, and talk to other ACN members being like, how do you do this or how do you do that? And it didn't, no one really had like a, a really solid answer for any one question. And it came, you know, I thought about it. I, I thought that it seems that everyone's, doing their own thing, everyone's reinventing the wheel, everyone who's an MSP is not really sure if they should use product X or product Y. Should they be doing tickets or should they be doing digital signatures? Should they be offering uh, proactive services or only reactive services? Should they be MSP, should they be break? No one really had an idea. And so that led me to the thought about doing the conference, the ACES conference. And so we launched in 2015, we went to New Orleans. Uh, 2016, we were in Austin, 2017, we were in Phoenix, and this coming May 2018, we'll be in Baltimore. And it's all about the business side of IT consulting. It's all about the things that we as IT consultants, or we as owners of MSPs, sometimes forget about because we're so busy, because we, so many of us got into it for because we like computers. Right. And so many of us forget about the business thing. So this helps take, this helps take business owners to entrepreneurs. And so what are the dates in Baltimore? Uh, we'll be May 9th and 10th with a welcome party on the 8th. May 9th and 10th, but you could show up on the 8th and, and have a, a beer. Yeah, there'll be one of our sponsors is hosting a welcome party the night before. That's on them. <laughs> well, good, good for them. So uh, is, is this conference primarily for Mac consultants or is it, has it evolved since then? So yeah, that's a great question. So it started off, it was, it was never only for Mac consultants. It just so happened that because I was an Apple consultant, I reached out to my network and that's what started it. And then this year we really made a push because over the last couple of years, it's become very clear to me that the content that's there can be for any MSP. It's not, we're not talking about Apple specific solutions here, right? Right. Any MSP needs a ticketing system. Any MSP needs an accounting system. Every MSP needs more clients, more revenue, more streams of consciousness. So all of the topics that are there are MSP focused, not necessarily Apple or Windows. We try to stay agnostic for that. Well, and if when you're talking about the business side of the business, of course, that's, you know, money is money. <laughs> sales exactly. is sales, marketing is marketing, um, even though, uh, it's not product specific. It's funny because a lot of the, the SMB community started around small business server, which was literally a specific Microsoft product. Right. Uh, and the community has certainly survived uh, 
even though small business server is a thing of the past. <laughs> yeah. So what percentage would you say of the attendants uh, support both Mac and PC? Sure, that's a good question. Um, a lot of Mac consultants support PC. There, there is, we live in a world where you can't just do one. Um, so I don't have exact percentages to tell you, but I can tell you that the, a lot of them do support both. Um, I know that our numbers have been skewed in the past where like maybe 90, 95% of the attendees are Apple focused versus PC or Windows focused. But that doesn't mean the Apple consultants don't handle PC. I mean, I personally at Virtua, we have a couple of PC only clients, even though we're an Apple consulting agency. Right. We have a couple of clients that are all Mac and still have Windows based servers. And we have to manage those for them. So the, there is no it's a very blurry line and it, right. it's, it's an irrelevant line though for the, for the content. Yeah. And it's becoming less, uh, less of a problem as we move to the cloud anyway. Yeah. I always like to say um, it doesn't matter if you're a Mac or PC, everybody's looking at the same filth on the internet. So it really like doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> there you go. So um, I have a question about uh, the, the speakers. So sure. I, I recognize a few of the speakers that you have. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, that's basically everybody. Uh, everybody watching this probably has heard of them. So yeah. Um, and then, how did you get the other speakers? Where did they come from? So I really like having speakers that are both in IT and not in IT. Um, just take a look at all of our keynote speakers since the beginning of the conference. First year we had Jason Womack, who talked about business productivity and time. Our second year we had Peter Schenkman, who talked about customer service. Last year, we had Mike Michalowicz, who talked about Profit First. And this year, we have uh, Walt Hampton, who's coming to talk about um, booking yourself solid and time management, things like that. None of those are IT-related topics, right? But these are all things that entrepreneurs and business owners need to have. So we like to have a nice breakup. So this year, we have you know a couple people, I'm sure um, you listeners have heard of, uh, Adriana Hudson, Chris Weiser, Elizabeth Vanover, Melanie Curtis, uh, Marcy Maslov, and Jennifer Dawn are all of our non-IT uh, related speakers. And then inside the world, we have Brian Best, um, who is an Apple consultant who now works uh, at SolarWinds, Ryan Grimes, Alex Narvi, Alan Hancock, um, even Jeff Porton, who's not technically an IT consultant. He works for Tidbits with, along with Adam Angst. Um, they're both in the IT world. And then, of course, we have Charles Edge, who many people in the MSP world know. He ran 318 Consulting, and then he um, invented Bushel, which then became Jamf uh, now, which now they've renamed, but it's now one of the Jamf. And he works for Jamf. He's one of the managing right. directors of Jamf. And we're going to do a sit-down panel discussion with him because he's one of the, you know, he's somebody that a lot of people try to aspire to. So you can see that we have a nice breakdown because – IT conferences always seem to just be like IT focused, very like technical, like here's the newest terminal command or here's the way we do. And that's not what ACES is, right? Um, Melanie is coming and talking about work-life balance, something that every MSP owner really, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Relax, it's focus, something- succeed. Exactly. Like that's something that we all need. I mean, you can ask any MSP, how many hours a day do you work? And they're going to say 24 hours. So we need that kind of break. 
Whereas, you know, um, Marcy Maslow is coming to talk about whether or not you need a bookkeeper or an accountant, right? Not technical, but something that as a business owner, we need to make sure that we have done. Uh, I, I, I have found in, in the past, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way in any way, shape or form, but a lot of people who are MSP owners got into what I like to call a lifestyle business. They liked computers growing up. They were always into computers. Therefore, they started a computer-based company. That doesn't necessarily mean that they were a good business person. This is to help them become that business person to keep their computer company running for as oh, long as possible. It's the old story of the E-Myth Revisited that, you know, mm -hmm. we... We go into this literally, he uses the term technicians, even though, you know, his example is baking, you know, we, we're good technicians, so we go into business and uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're good business people. So exactly. Um, yeah. So um, you have a lot of speakers too. So yeah. What, can we, you give um, the agenda in terms of like how many hours a day you're, you're doing this? You mean working on it or what the conference is going to be? What the conference is going to be. I don't so care how much is... you work. Why do I care how much you work? I work 24 hours a day. Can we just establish that? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the conference is two full days. It's two full days of content, um, you know, nine to five every day. We'll do an evening activity. It just hasn't been planned yet as of this recording. Um, but it's it's a solid, you know, you're going to come in at nine, you're going to eat and you're going to learn and you're going to, and you're going to rock and you will have a couple of breakout sessions and we do some really nice things for the attendees. It's not just sitting and listening to somebody for, you know, eight hours in the day. We have breakout sessions. We have, um, sessions that will, we, we, we do a mastermind group also. <clears throat> and so we'll have a breakout session for them. We do, uh, activities without throughout the day with different things. I mean, it's, we try to break it up, but, um, it's just a solid two full days of just, and all the, of course, what we call our networking track, which is all, or we'll call the hallway track, which is all of that great time that we make sure we, we write into so that way people have time to talk to one another, meet one another, discuss your skill sets, even partner. I mean, it's thanks to this conference that I've found consultants in other States that I can use when I have clients who have, multi-state offices. We have a client here in New York. They have an office in Oregon. I met a consultant only because he came to the conference I put on <laughs> and he takes care of that client for me. So it gives, we get, we, we make sure we have time for all of that stuff. Well, that's the beautiful thing about the IT community is that once you go to these conferences and you meet people, especially if you meet them more than once over the years, you yeah. get to know them, like them, trust them. And who do we do business with? People we know, like, and trust. So exactly. yeah, that, that piece of the community is always huge. Um, and about how many people attend, do you think? So um, in the past, we've, we've averaged around 100 people or so. We're really trying to kick that up to about 150, 200. I like keeping it small and niche. It gives a really nice feel to the conference. You know, when you start getting in that three, four, or 500 people, not that it's bad, but there's just something lost for the individual. Um, the, the people who come, and we have repeat attendees. I mean, we have people, I, I, somebody who comes, uh, Mac SOS, Steve Sorbo, great guy. He comes every year. He brings all his badges from the previous year. I mean, like <laughs> they're dedicated people to come to the ACES conference. Um, 
if we went over that 300 mark, I feel like we would lose some of that, that personal feel that we can get between one another. Um, so we're, tr- you know, we're shooting for 150, 200, but on average, we've been doing about a hundred. Which I'm fine with. Thousand, you have to go to Las Vegas. So, you know, <laughs> we, you know, every year, it's really funny you say that because every year at the end of the conference, we always post, where do you want to see next year's conference? And, um, not once has Vegas been something that people want. <laughs> I've gotten Dubai, Hawaii, and the Netherlands, which don't get me wrong. I would love to do all of those, but, um, I can't imagine how much that would cost to fly everybody out to the United Arab Emirates. Old and I <laughs> yeah, that might be a, a, a smaller conference. Yeah. So, but, you know, the thing is, a lot of people on the East Coast, I don't know why there aren't more conferences in the Caribbean, you know. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, well, flight costs, hotels, I'm sure. Milk is like $9 a gallon down there. <laughs> so, well... So, yeah. I mean, here, I, I'm going, I'm doing my uh, roadshow. I'm doing two roadshows in Hawaii this year because nice. I'm on the West Coast. So for me, it costs less and uh, takes less time for me to get to Hawaii than it does to get to New York. Right. So, right, right. you know, and I, and I have been in New York way more times than I've been to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, nobody goes to Hawaii. And there's, you know, there's actually, you know, a couple million people there who need love. And uh, yeah, so, yeah. you know, uh, I'm here. No, for- no. Maybe, maybe Aces 2019 Hawaii. We'll see. Well, let's, let's get through, I got to get through 2018 first. And well, the problem is for folks in the, like, in the Northeast, you got to fly six or seven hours to get to the West coast and then another five hours to Hawaii. That, that might be a bit of a trip. So, all right. So if you, all right, so I'll make, if, if we do ACES 2019 in Hawaii, if you live in Maine, contact me first and we'll come up with a payment plan for you. <laughs> exactly. All right, we'll make it work. So <laughs> just the people in Maine, only so. the people in Maine, everyone else, Vermont, <laughs> New Hampshire, you're on your own. Your full price. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so how do you organize something like this? Cause you know, I, I am overwhelmed with one day events. So yeah. I've never understood, like, how do you get this off the ground? This is your uh, fourth year you said? Yeah, this is going to be our fourth year. It's, I'm not going to lie. This is really tough. Um, I, I'm very open and honest about how we've gotten to this point. Um, which is that, you know, Whenever I produce a product, because I've done other things. I've, I had a software development company for a while. We had an app called Sign My Pad. Um, we had an app called NYC Truck Food. We had an app called, um, oh, what was the other one called? Homebase. Um, I, I always think that, and, and I'm a little egotistical. I, I happen to be a white Jewish kid from Long Island. It's kind of ingrained in my nature to be a little egotistical. And so I always think that everything that I produce that I put out in the world is going to be the greatest thing since I, since I spread. And I have yet to, for that to actually happen. So, <laughs> and, I, and yet I still do it. But our first year, this goes back to what, our first year when we, when we launched, I took a room block at the hotel for 250 people because I thought, Look, there's 1,500 Apple consultants. That's who I'm targeting. They're going to want this. They're going to need it. And we only got 50 people. So if anyone knows anything about room blocks at hotels, if you don't make the number that you requested, the hotel um, will will come, a big dude will come to your house and, and crack your knees unless you pay them. And they, pay, they charge you a lot. We lost $20,000 that first year. Wow. Yeah. Um, and... At the time, I was lucky. I had a, I had a business partner who is no longer with Aces, but 
I was able to split it with them. And then, um, so we said for the following year, we said, you know what? Okay, we're going to do no room block, but we'll be in Austin. And then the hotel ran out of rooms. They were sold out <laughs> of rooms. So I couldn't, so it was like, I went from one end to the other end of the spectrum. Um, so then last year we were like, okay, fine. Let's just do a room block for 50. It's Phoenix. It's the end of May. Like no one's going to be there. It'll be fine. And then I find out that coffee, which let me ask you, I mean, I know you throw conferences. You'll probably know the answer to this, but how much do you think a <laughs> gallon of coffee is at a hotel? I think the urns that I buy are $50. Yeah. 85 bucks. <laughs> $85 for a gallon of coffee. You can go to Dunkin' Donuts. There's literally one around the corner from my house. I can get a, bo I can get a box of Joe for six bucks. 85 bucks for this. But and you so, can't bring it into the hotel. No, you're not allowed to bring it to the hotel. Exactly. And if you have a cup of coffee, if you're an attendee at a conference, do the conference owner a favor. Finish your coffee. Because here's what happens. If you take a cup of coffee and you get halfway through it and you put it down on the table and you turn around to talk to somebody and you come back and that cup of coffee is gone, that's because a busser came and picked it up. You're going to go then get a second cup of coffee. The problem there is that when they calculate how much coffee was drank, they don't know that the guy, the busser took your right. half cup. They see two cups taken. So you're, you're screwing the conference owner. Don't do that to me, man. Don't do But so, yeah. So, <laughs> so we took a smaller room block, which was fine. And then after everything was paid, they sent me the bill for coffee. And I was like, Oh no. Um, <laughs> I did an event in Vegas one time where I think we pay, we charged $2,000 a head. Okay. We filled the room and I think we made like, you know, $800. You know? Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we had snacks, you know, and yeah. we didn't even have a meal. We had snacks, you know? So. I should charge more. I'm not going to charge more. <laughs> I'm not going to charge more. In fact, I'm charging less. The conference right now, just because we're talking about pricing, the conference right now, before pricing goes up, which will go up March 1st, Right now it's five twenty four. Um, it goes up to six ninety nine March first, and because I'm a nice guy, we'll give anyone who's listening to the podcast ten percent off if you go to our special link, which we'll post. All right, so put the, the link screen. down here. So aces.com. Aces acesconf.com slash Carl. Acesconf like conference. Conf. Yeah, C O N F slash Carl slash Carl. Ten percent off. off the and tickets. Then, uh, so March first prices go up. March 1st prices go up. You'll get 10% off the other price also, but why pay? Why take? Why pay 10% of the higher price. Right. So it'll only take 10% off the tickets, but we do have two other offerings that we like to do. We did this last year and it really worked. We're doing it again this year. I really love doing this. Um, one is one of our sponsors is Watchman Monitoring. Great program. Um, everyone in the MSP world should be using this program. It is literally, the. it started off on Mac. They now have it for Windows and I think it's also for Linux. Um, it's a hardware monitoring tool. It's small. It's compact sits right on your computer and it tells you when there's problems. They've been, they've been sponsoring us since the beginning and I love them. They're amazing. Um, they have their own certification called the proactive service professionals certification. So they give that test at ACEs as well. Um, so that's an add on if you want to do that test. And then we also do, we did this last year. We're doing it again this year. Jennifer Dawn, who is doing one of our sessions. She's talking about profit first. Um, she does one-on-one -on -one business consulting at the conference. You get uh, 45 minutes to an hour with her. Um, that's 300 bucks. And you get to talk about very specific issues with your business. And she will come up with ideas right there for you to help your business. We had about four or five people who did it last year and they all, they all benefited from it. 
um, which was huge. So that's, that's another add-on that we have. So you can do that. During, those are during the conference as well, but they're add-ons. So the 10% off gets you the ticket, and then you can pick one of those if you want to do it. Very nice. Uh, good. So we'll, we'll uh, put a link to that down below. And then, yep. um, you know, it's interesting because I go to Channel Pro, I go to TechFest, I go to ASCII, right? Mm -hmm. And they all seem to be able to get right around 100 to 150 people in a room. And, you know, they have, nothing personal, far more resources than you do. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> there may yeah, be something about that size that makes a conference go. You know what I mean? So Yeah. I, I've noticed this, though, also. And this is something I, I, I've been trying to figure out how to get past, right? I'm an entrepreneur by nature. I've proven this by having multiple companies. I do different things. I love helping other companies grow. I, like, dig deep into that kind of stuff. I find that a lot of IT consultants and MSP owners are not entrepreneurial. They're more business owner-ish. And that's fine, but they have to learn how to grow their business. They have to learn how to work their business. And so many of them don't take that time. So many people fail to invest in themselves. They fail to work on the business. They're always working in the business. And I've always said that it, it doesn't matter how good of a tech you are. You can know literally every piece of code, every trick, every, everything. But unless you have any clients, you can't put food on your table. And so unless you're super happy with the clients you have and you don't want to grow your business, which so far no one who I've met has fallen into that category, you need to think about investing in yourself and investing in your business and coming to conferences, even if it's not ACEs. Like there are other conferences out there. You mentioned a few, but take that time and invest in yourself. Take that time and invest in things you don't know about to become better at them. The reason ACES exists is because of that. There's so many people who don't understand, do I need a bookkeeper or an accountant? Or how do I pay my bills and still get a paycheck? Or what is the right way to, you know, what is the right PSA tool or RMM tool or, insert any three letter acronym here, you know, everyone has their own way of doing it, which is fine, but there are some overall overarching concepts that as a business owner, you need to know and learn. And that's what ACES is all about. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to somebody just the other day about how if I ask any managed service provider, anybody in the IT industry, what's your biggest challenge? 90% of them are going to say, I need more leads. I need more clients. Yeah, it is the the perennial issue that people deal with. Um, and, and then at the same time, many people are reluctant, as you say, to go spend a nickel and yeah, figure yeah, out yeah. how to get more people, you know, so. Uh, it so is we're actually, challenge. we're going to, we're going to tackle that this year. We, I, I, I did a little market research, put a couple things out. I got the same results. Everyone's saying, how do I get more clients? How do I get more leads? This year we have three marketing people coming. Adriana Hudson, Chris Weiser, and Elizabeth Vanover. They each are doing a separate section, a separate session on marketing in their own respective fields. And then we're going to do a full panel discussion with the three of them and kind of open it up because lead generation is hard. You know, what makes any of us different than any other MSP? You know, our first year we had our conference, we had our marketing person who's uh, Pia Silva, lovely person out of Brooklyn, great work from um, Works of All Design. She put up on the screen 
six attendees' websites. She took the logo off and put just their website on the screen. You cannot tell the difference between any of these companies. They all had blue with a thing. Like, and I hate to bring this to you, one of them was mine. I was really mad. I was really mad at her for that, but it's cool. <laughs> I since changed my website. Um, but the fact is, is you, you need to find that different. If you're not going to have a, a very specific niche to be a differentiation, you need to go out and start getting leads. You need to start going out and doing marketing. So having these three, we're really pushing the marketing this year as an overall like thing. These three plus the panel will help get that. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, um, Adam Anks is also going to be uh, speaking and he talks about um, minimal vi- minimum viable marketing and finding some other clever ways to find things, not necessarily lead generation, but um, he talks a lot about content marketing and things like that. So that's going to be another add into that. So we're really pushing the ability you know, to get more interesting. clients here. Essentially none of the marketing opportunities from 10, 20 years ago have disappeared. But the number yeah. of new marketing opportunities that have grown up has exploded. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I have a, a campaign to put ads on phones. And I literally, because I figure the overlap between nerds who play video games and nerds who offer managed services is huge. Yeah. Right? So I actually put links on there. And then I look at my... I'm going to prove this because I have, my, I have my switch literally sitting like right here on my desk. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, look at my leads, you know, where, where, did, where did my traffic come from in the, in the uh, logs? And yeah. it's like, oh, you know, it's a Batman Returns and, you know, this kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like, okay, so, so whoever plays Batman Returns buys many services in a month. That's good for me, so. There you go. You need to, when you write the fourth edition, you got to put in some, like, insider Batman jokes into it next time. <laughs> but what's you know. interesting is that it doesn't make any of it any easier. Right? No. You could go blow $1,000 on Google Ads today and not get one relevant click. You can sure. buy clicks, but, you know, so that game, that it just never ends. So I mean, on the same token, on the same token, how many people are out there selling SEO or marketing services or lead generation services? I mean, I personally just spent $15,000 with somebody to do lead generation and marketing work for virtual and aces. And after four months, they didn't, they, they, they didn't produce any content for me. And so I lost $15,000 on that deal. But sometimes you have to take that risk. And I know that right now, me saying I lost $15,000, I, I make it seem like it was a drop in the bucket. It's not. It's, not, it's it, it hard. It took a hit on our, on our bottom line. And as I know, because I'm in a couple of Facebook groups, and I know I, I've been talking to some people who charge $15 or $20 or $30 an hour, and New York City, we can charge 175 an hour. So I'm not disputing that there's a price difference there. But $15,000 is still a lot of money to lose. Oh, absolutely. While, yes, it doesn't ruin my lifestyle, I don't want to lose $15,000. <laughs> I lost, I'll be honest, we lost, I've made horrible mistakes in terms, I lost $20,000 the first year in the conference. I lost $80,000 on a on a address book software that I was going to replace uh, now contact with when it failed back in whatever that was, 2012. I lost $15,000. These are things that I took risks with because I could to then try to grow something else to help other people. I'm not telling people that they have to go, and I'm definitely not saying it hurt. It hurt a lot. But these are things we have to do in order to better ourselves. 
if you can't find $529 to come to a conference like this to learn even one or two things, you have to rethink about like the business you're in, I think, um, because you really need to, to kind of figure out whether or not, you know, you want to be in this. And that's why we offer a money back guarantee. We're the only conference I think that does this. I do. Okay, fine. We're, we're the only conferences that do this. That's what I said. Don't try to me. No, I'm serious. I think Robin if Robbins we, does as well. Does she? So, yeah. so if, you, if you come to ACES and you don't learn anything and you can't turn any idea that you get during the conference into more money, I will give you your money back. That is our guarantee. Our 2017 video is up there now. I'm going to change it. But I mean, we have, if you just look at some of the attendees who have come and the things that I said, I mean, are, we have some quotes on our website, but I like to talk about this one attendee. He's, happened, he's on the website, so I'm going to use his name, Adam Rice. Adam and I had a phone call a couple of weeks back. He's a single person practitioner. He's got a wife. He's got a kid. He's got a home. He's happy with how much he makes, but of course he wants more. And it's not like he's not, he's not driving around in a gold-plated Bentley. Like he lives in like rural Pennsylvania. He gets it. But he said to me, he's like, and I'm going to read this. So my, my eyes are going to shift screens for a second. I like coming home and making more money two years in a row now. I mean, meeting other people and stuff was great, but it's striking how much I learned that I was able to put to use immediately. And in calls with him, <clears throat> we talked about his bottom line. Prior to the first ACEs that he ever attended, in 22 months of business, he was only profitable like 12 or 13 months out of that. But after ACEs, he's been profitable every month and his revenue is going up 20 to 30% every year. Nice. That's an attainable goal for people who come to ACEs. It, we're not talking mega millions. We're not talking, <clears throat> we're not talking about people like companies like Accenture. We're talking about you guys, the single person shop, the one or two person MSP. It's obtainable, but you have to learn and you have to be willing to learn. And I kind of want to just tell people like, if you just try, just try, just try it, man. And that's why we do our money back guarantee. Sadly, our time is up. But oh no, there's so much more to tell. I got stories about my. It's my three-year-old's birthday today, so very good. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna put the link down below. Aces.com/slash/carl, and then folks can look at that, get educated, and you know, with luck, you'll you'll get right at 150, but not get to the 300. Yeah, if you're the 301st person, tough. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. You can still come, but we'll hate yeah. you forever. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk to you. We, have this we won't talk table. to you. 301. 301. Yeah, we'll give you like a different colored badge or something like that. People know. People Very know. good. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate your time, and I wish thank you, you the best of luck with the conference. Thank you very much, sir. 